Cynic Empowerment. Update. So have you been doing much research on the Amazon labor movement? I mean, yeah, I've read, I mean, all the stuff I've been reading has been like shit written by the mainstream news, but I can infer things from that. I haven't found anything from the uh, retail wholesale department union. I haven't read anything from them to see what their side of the story is. I mean, they claim uh, nefariousnesses by Amazon, which I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised any place I've ever been to that had the rumblings of a union has had anti-union. Yeah, of course. They got a lot to lose so, if, uh, yeah, yeah if, the, if the needle moves even slightly uh, away from exactly. what they want. Exactly, and it's like because before I even started reading about it, when it was still like looking, there was a possibility of it being uh, unionized. There's a show on uh, YouTube called uh, The Rising or whatever, and I mean, as far as punditry goes, they do better punditry than most mainstream news whatever shits and they were like oh yeah if this uh you know if this uh amazon warehouse got um unionized and maybe it could have a domino effect and just all the unions everyone will have a union unions everywhere at you know even at non amazon places but it was like my opinion was like well i mean i guess anything could possibly happen is that if that factory got unionized, the Amazon would just shut it yeah. down. <laughs> that they, you know, you can't, you can't even give a fucking inch, and you gotta send a message to all your other uh, possible unionizing stores. And I was reading an article on Fox Business, the only real news. I'm just <laughs> kidding. And uh, they were saying uh, that uh, some of the employees that they talked to to ask, you know, why they didn't they voted against it or didn't vote at all and some of them expressed fears that the store would shut the factory would shut not factory warehouse god damn it that the warehouse would shut down you know and i think that's a legitimate fear to have uh when you're in an economically depressed area making 15 dollars an hour which isn't like a maze balls but compared to the surrounding area of which it's located you know it's uh better than what you've got in most places right. and um yeah yeah the threat of them closing it down i think is a legitimate and that's a su- that's a super real concern especially when a lot of the amazon warehouses that are popping up are being courted by local municipalities oh yeah yeah we won't tax you ever yeah. we won't even yeah we won't ask you for anything in fact we'll give you money to be here yeah, it's that's it's really amazing uh, i mean i think it's obvious what type of benefits a uh, a lessening of the unemployed rate in a, a general populace does for um, a community. So having such a, a large amount of jobs come in, even if the the jobs don't pay a super high amount, just having people. Uh, what what's what's the what's the phrase? Um, um, uh, it's it's like idle hands make the devil's work. Is that it? Yeah. So like it's yeah. like keeping people busy. Um, Keeping people busy, you know, not necessarily doing the things they want, and not necessarily being compensated uh, in a fair fashion. Uh, I think that Amazon does pay fifteen dollars an hour, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, that's their that's the standard, and it went up to seventeen dollars an hour up until June of this past year, right? Oh, for yeah, it was like a a, a COVID bonus, um, but it seems like it would have lasted a lot longer than June because 
No, they all, well, I mean, it should have. I mean, it should have lasted longer than June, but all the companies did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kroger did it and all these ones, but it was like for like two months. Like they did it long enough to get on the hype train to get like a pat on the back for yeah. doing a good. Yeah, they they did the good and then they're like, <laughs> and, okay, we got then, the publicity. And then they got rid no, of it. Done. Yeah, exactly. As soon as, yeah, as soon as the publicity was done, like, they stopped up. it. It's kind of like uh, you got these guys sitting around a, um, yeah. a boardroom table and they're saying, hey, what are we going to do for our next commercial? I'm like, well, how about we just funnel all the money that we normally would put into advertising and we just, um, you know, pay some of our workers an additional $2 an hour and then we'll allow all these news corporations to do the publicity for us and that'll be our advertising campaign for cool. the next quarter. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Kroger made like a thank you essential worker Super Bowl ad after they had already ended their uh, COVID Awkward. extra pay. So like it was a super yeah. gross. <laughs> like I don't even know how many millions of dollars they spent on it. I, mean, I know they got a little bit of criticism for it, but people have short mm-hmm. memory spans. So yeah, thanks essential workers. It's like yeah, I can't spend thank yous. Thank yous. I can't put I can't put thank yous in my mouth and feed my kids. Yeah, don't think so. Um, I mean, and there seems to also be like a downside to unionizing as well. Um, what with some of these unions, um, uh, you know, offering disclaimers, uh, you know, saying that their their voice is no longer going to be independently theirs. Um, they effectively have to uh, submit to the sovereignty of the unions. I mean, they're probably going to be better off um, than than if they had absolutely no representation right. whatsoever. I mean... But I mean, it it does bring to question like. It seems like nobody has agency here. It's like you're either on this side or that side, and you're just like choosing to oh, go yeah. with the faction that you hope is going to not fuck you the most. Because even then, because even then, yeah, I mean, you're like you get to big air quotes negotiate as a collective within a union, but there's still like you, we still see times historically where unions don't they take deals that the employers employees or of businesses didn't want the union to take you know we've seen i can't remember where it was i can't remember if it was california or some other state where like the teachers union like sided with like the school board and stuff like that against like teachers and things of that nature not getting the deals kentucky? that the teachers wanted and stuff i don't think it was kentucky i can't well, remember that have to it do with i mean it could have been it could have been but well, that's a, I mean, that's a whole nother side thing because, I mean, there was a wave of teacher strikes all over the country. I mean, you had Kentucky, mm-hmm. Phoenix, um, Colorado, West Virginia. Um, yeah, well, I mean, the, the inherent problem here with both of those scenarios is that you have a reserve labor force, and as soon as you start to side with someone, um, you either get your job taken away if the movement is not large enough just yet and they're trying to quell it before it actually builds yeah. up some momentum – Exactly. Like, I would not be surprised if you start seeing like the more pro-union fucking Amazon yeah. workers just yeah. disappearing. You know what I mean? And they and they they can't legally fire you for wanting to find a union. But like, let's say you know you had a flat tire on your way to work and you clock in thirty minutes late. Oh, what do you know? Uh, for whatever reason, this factory now really cares that you clocked in thirty minutes late, even though they they take the slack off other people when they do it, but you were the pro-union guy, so go fuck yourself. Yeah, you paint a target on your job. back, and they'll look for absolutely any excuse whatsoever to remove you from a scenario. Because you're, you're a rabble-rouser, right? Like, you're 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 trying to rile people up yeah. um, for for their benefit, or, or hopefully their benefit. Um, but it sure makes it a lot harder to keep mm-hmm. um, a complacent in-house workforce um, completely under control. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. listening to a... Um, uh, the New York Times did a little, um, you know, a little, little uh, uh, 
article on the on the scenario. This was uh, published. Uh, let's see, it was updated as recently as the fifth of this month. Um, but they even mentioned the reserve labor force as being one of the primary issues that this is is being caused. And I'm like, well, that's very that's rather leftist of you, New York Times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they can acknowledge it right. without taking a side. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can see the writing on the wall. They can analyze the mm-hmm. situation. There's yeah, a shit ton of people takes. that are lining up, just <laughs> waiting to take your job as soon as you make the wrong step. Exactly, and they can acknowledge that too, and like n- not be using it as like an empowering thing to like rise people up, but just to remind the mm-hmm. readers, like, oh yeah, shit, I could be replaced. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like not a, uh, I mean, it's not a. It's not a leftist thing just to acknowledge right. it, that it exists. It would be leftist you know, to it's... say something like, we need to do something about the reserve labor market. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, isn't this an issue? Like, isn't it bad that there's all these people that are unemployed that want jobs? Like, shouldn't there be a jobs program or something to ensure that everyone that wants a job has a job when we live in a capitalist society where if you don't have a job, you don't have money and therefore don't have a home and food? Doesn't that seem like a really poor way to set up society, you know? But they're just, they're just acknowledging that it's a thing that exists, not critiquing it. It's just like, yeah, bunch of bunch of poor folks. Um, uh, yeah, what a what a shitty scenario for for all these people involved. Um, do you do you know about the uh, yeah. positions themselves? Um, you know, being a a, a, a picker per se. Um, I mean, I, I know we both had experience in retail, um, but is is working in uh, an Amazon facility? I, I know that they have like. Um, technology uh like basically like the worse. kpis we've discussed those before in, in order to determine your efficiency right they have like the exactly because like at least when i was working retail and i felt like management was always on my back like at least there wasn't a physical device you know right tracking me every second of the day and i wasn't in a giant humongous uh facility with like mm-hmm. bathrooms that are like miles away from you <laughs> And peeing into water bottles in order to keep up my efficiency so I don't lose my yeah. sweet, sweet $15 an hour job, you know. Or like these drivers, like they pee in the bottles because they got the same KPIs and they're trying to make deliveries. And guess what? There's not, you know, a uh, a bathroom you can just conveniently like pop out into when you're driving around in a fucking Amazon. Fucking, mm-hmm. uh, Have you played uh, Bioshock Infinite? Are you familiar with that game? Um, No. Well, I mean, it, I mean, okay, I'm big. I'm I haven't played it, but I'm. Well, there's I a, there's one striking scene. You know, of course, it. they had these little in-game. It's not necessarily a cutscene, but uh, you know, if you hang around in this um, uh, this like company square, right? The, the it's it's a company that's grown so so large that it looks uh, effectively like a little city. Uh, they have an auctioneer that is selling off uh, positions, um, in, in the company. And uh, he, he's like, uh, you know, how quickly are you able to produce this particular function? And there will be guys out in the crowd that are, that'll be like, I can do it in 12 seconds. I can make one in 12 seconds. Another guy will be like, eight seconds, eight seconds. He's like, eight seconds, going once. And some guy will just like out of nowhere be like, four seconds. I can do it in four seconds. And they're like, four seconds. You know, there's like a hush that falls over the crowd. Everybody's like, I don't even know if that's possible. But they're like, okay, sold, four seconds. You know, we're, we're going to, like, enforce this four-second rule now for you. So you get to work, bud. You know, and he, like, he'll, like, sprint off screen. Um, and it, and it kind of reminds yeah. me, you know, of course, nowadays, like, you don't even get to set your, you know, how, how quickly you're supposed to work. It's just, like, a general concept that's worked out by these algorithms. Like, well, how quickly wow. can you move your hand from one place to another? Like, if the yeah. average is this, then we can at least push our workers to do that. So. Well, 
Yeah, or I, <laughs> in my experience with KPIs, this is how they do it, mm-hmm. is that, yep. so you have a job function, right? Like, follow mm-hmm. me. So you have a job function, you have people doing it, and then you have people doing it for years. And then you use the data you've been collecting on your own employees because you haven't decided how quickly mm-hmm. people should be able to do X, Y, and Z job function. So then you create KPIs based on how quickly your employees do something. And they do that for a while, but then you realize that you have to keep pushing up productivity to keep making money in a capitalist mode of production. So then the next step is after you've set reasonable KPIs based on how quickly in the past your employees have been able to do a task, you hire a consulting agency, right? And a consulting agency takes all that same data that you had before and compiles it. And then what they do is they take what was originally the the reasonable amount of time to complete a task based on mm-hmm. the uh, the averages of previous employees. You set that what was originally 100% productivity to 65%. Uh, and okay, then wait. The 65%. You go from there. So, so, so what they're... <laughs> so basically, if you were the same productivity you now were before... Good God. That was 100%, now it's 65%. But but then but then it's like also a psycho weird psychological thing where it's like you're only expected mm-hmm. to get sixty five percent, but you could always be doing better, right? <laughs> well, it, yeah, it really know. doesn't it's matter fun. what you it doesn't set make any sense. the the par standards to uh, if there's this inherent belief that people are engaging with your business and gainful employment in a consensual manner. It's like, oh, well, I mean, you're here, you're doing the job that you agreed to do, so you either do it or you don't. And if you don't, get the fuck out. You don't get paid. We'll find somebody else that is more desperate than you yeah. are from the reserve, and they'll try to do it until they can't, and then we'll find someone else, and we'll find someone else, and we'll find someone else. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah. Um, did this. The, the, I feel like the situation really comes to light, or um, it is. Hmm, it is most apparently presented to mass populace when. Um, Workers are peeing in bottles, right? You know, something that we all very much have uh, experience with. Uh, we've all been in scenarios in which we are looking around for a bathroom and, and either can't make it uh, or, or don't see us being feasibly able to take our attention off of whatever we're doing in order to take care of that bodily function. Um, so regardless of any of the other negative experiences that these Amazon workers are, are being faced with, I think it was that that became the breaking point for a lot of people um, becoming interested in in this labor movement. That would you would you think it's something else? It it's a novel thing. I mean, I feel like it's that's like the novel thing. That's like the thing I, I think the public the public is most aware of. I mean, I would assume that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how prevalent it is on like the average Amazon employees' work days since I've never had to do it but i've read yeah. things claiming that it's, it's making people aware of certain people i don't uh, know what's going on in a, in a company um, you know especially one that's mistreating their workers uh, it's just like any other type of marketing you have to present those items as being somewhat relatable and uh in order to to get the hook uh it has to be something that uh, people are going to be uh, going to find viscerable viscerally interesting uh, you know something that they themselves um can empathize with um which is, I mean, it's not, it's not a bad thing. I mean, like, obviously, yeah. um, it's driving a lot of attention to the subject. Um, one that maybe a lot of folks were like, eh, you know, it's a company like any other, and right. I would be happy to have an Amazon in the area so I could have fifteen dollars an hour instead of getting paid, yeah. you know, eight fifty working at Hardee's or whatever. Right. Um, 
I mean, that's that's an entirely yeah, exactly. an entirely different problem. Um, you know, people realize that they, of course, have to make money in order to survive, and uh, they're kind of threatened with the shittiest of shit jobs. Um, it's like it's it's either it's either that or homelessness. Like, take your pick. Right. Right. It's just exactly. It's, it's just a race to the bottom. You know, much like the story you had earlier about Bioshock Infinite of like people like I'll do it in eight, I'll do it in six, I'll do it in four. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically what we're doing, but on a nationwide scale uh <laughs> with each other you know and the option is that you're either you're either willing to do that uh you know sell yourself mm-hmm. out to the uh, lowest common denominator uh, i mean we've all been in job interviews right i mean i've never been my worst self than when i'm in a job interview just trying to convince like how much i'm willing to like bend over right. backwards <laughs> to save the company money you know like if i had a like, i think my own personal hell would have it, having to go back and listen to every job interview yeah. i've ever given that's not and me. just feel a little bit of my soul die <laughs> for it infinite. does feel kind of bad but that's not me at all it's terrible but you know but that but that's 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 effectively what you do in a job interview it's a very strange one-sided uh arrangement where you either can convince the people on the other side of the table that you're um just a a little harmless doe you're just a little harmless uh deer that is willing to break their Mm -hmm. back and body and spirit to make them profit you know and um yeah so yeah, I think even like that little thought exercise, everyone can go back and think about a time they've they've gone into that situation. You know, especially when going if you go into that situation when you're currently unemployed, it's even tenfold worse. Uh, you know how how the power dynamic feels of it's like not that I would like this job, but yeah. that you need uh, it. I don't know. Pretty pretty it's awkward circumstance up. if you go in for a job interview and you're absolutely honest with every single question they ask. <laughs> you can't do that. Oh yeah, you can't do that. Not not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which another layer of the power dynamic, and you know uh, how you have to, uh, yeah, create this uh, false false uh, second version of yourself in order to comply with the demands of the capitalist market as it exists in mm-hmm. order to get a job and survive. Uh, and uh, yeah. yeah. So why do you want this job? <laughs> uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just really I, passionate I really like about KPIs. A, um, some overlord watch over me and make sure that I'm doing exactly what the company wants me to do. Um, really do. <laughs> I just, oh, that I reminds just really me. like peeing um, in bottles, sir. Apparently, there is a a bit of technology that's being utilized in Amazon warehouses to ensure social distancing. Although it does seem as though it could be abused very easily. Uh, people are watched uh, all of the time on these cameras. Hey, uh, why are you talking to your uh, your yeah. fellow employees? You're not trying to close. create a union, a are you? Getting a little, little within talking distance. Hmm. Can't talk. Can't talk. Can't talk. Yeah. Waste time. I, yeah, I I am very skeptical of any technology being used for the benefit of the workers because Amazon is the same company that had consultants come in and then the consultants told them it would be less expensive to pay to have an ambulance on standby in case people had a heat stroke instead of installing air conditioning units in their warehouses. This is the yes. same company we're talking about. So the idea that they're using some kind of surveillance technology to make sure that COVID doesn't get spread, even though I don't, I mean, I don't know if there's statistics out this, but I mean, I, I would assume that there have been hundreds, if not thousands of deaths resulting in Amazon employees since they're such a large employer due to the unsafe work practices mm-hmm. at their facilities. Um, so it makes me very skeptical that 
yeah, but it seems like you know, it, once again, don't let any good crisis go to waste. You know, any any time you can use a crisis to create more authoritarian, like evil kind of fucking workplace practices in your work, you know, and you can have, and you can have a nice, good, valid excuse like uh, social distancing. Like, go for it. Why not? Why let that go to waste? You know, there's just some evil CEO dude in a uh, suit, just like, oh, yes, yes. From what I've heard, the, Perfect. there is a red halo that appears around you and you are within six feet of another worker. So, yeah. Uh, they, what? They're, like, um, they're, they're able to, I guess, identify measurements, uh, you know. I, I don't know exactly how it works, but I, I'm sure it's possible. I mean, like, if we have facial recognition Wait. technology, we certainly have, you know, the ability to be able to judge whether a person is six foot close to another or closer to another pretty weird fuck dude yeah that, that's like one step away from them just putting like shock collars on all their fucking employees and then if you get too close actually like not necessarily pin compliance but i could totally see uh no wait i worked at a company like this before um they it didn't shock, you, shock but you they were able to monitor your movement throughout the company um so basically they would have like these checkpoint gates and whenever you would walk through a checkpoint gate you would have to use uh an id card and yeah, so like oh, every time yeah, you scan that, it, yeah. you know all of this, all of this data gets stored, and they're like, oh well, Jimmy spent, um, you know, twenty five minutes um, in the break room, which is five minutes longer than we allow for our breaks, so we'll dock his pay five minutes there, um, and that of course will be a, a little marker on his, oh, his review sh- later. Wait, oh, they would do shit like that? Yeah, well, I mean, not at not at Amazon per se, but I've worked at companies in the past that were like that. Um, that, yeah, that would companies, oh, companies do this kind of shit all the time, and, and it's That's really easy up. to do. No, like, it, it serves I, multiple I, functions. Like, fuck. one, it allows you to ensure that you're not getting any lost time, um, you know, you know, by each worker. Um, but it also ensures that you can restrict access to certain areas. Um, you know, like if their key code isn't, you know, a certain uh, level of clearance, then they'll scan it and they'll just be right. like, access denied. You can't go through here, and the little gates won't open. So, um, you know, right. uh, especially in like a large company, you know, like I, I worked in a company that was. You know, I mean, you could you could find yourself in some pretty dangerous scenarios if you were in a space that you weren't supposed to be in. Although once you were out on the floor, you could definitely just like sneak into some vat of molten aluminum and just hop in. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, Yikes. do that all day. Yeah, that's fine. Just don't want to catch you in like the the high up executive right, lounge yeah. or whatever. You the go fuck. to like the 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 twentieth floor and you try to go into the the executive's bathroom and it's like access denied. Access denied. Like. What? <laughs> yeah. Please. This all I have is I this bottle. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> uh, no, no plebeian. This is this is not the bathroom yeah. for you. It's not the one you're looking for. Mm. Yeah. It, it, it's. Yeah. I, I I don't uh, I don't see that as being too far off. Like if things keep headed in the direction that they are, and we continue to see union efforts being eviscerated, oh, yeah. then what, what's going to prevent uh, yeah. you know pseudo shock collars from from being implemented at a certain point right i mean and that's effectively what the red light is it's like a visual thing to like let you as an employee mm-hmm. know that we see you you know we know we know that you're x y and z distance away from other employees mm-hmm. like get well, back to it's just a more example you know? an obvious example uh, of that yeah, though no, you... uh, because we've always had middle management and what's the purpose of middle yep. management if not to watch you right exactly no it, it's true but this is like a uh mm-hmm. it, yeah much just more a obvious version of that I mean, it would be the equivalent if, like, if middle management had, like, a red laser, and, like, whenever they saw you doing something bad, would, like, shine the red laser at you in your eyes. Ah! Super bright flashlight. What? What the fuck? It's like, I saw you. 
Yeah, exactly. It'd be cool. Yeah, it's just middle management with a fucking flashlight. I've definitely had middle managers do something to that extent. They they would well shine flashlights we at you, to wear, like hi, hi you, just like make obnoxious statements or make oh, fun okay, of you yeah. over the radio until you did certain things. Like if uh, if they needed carts <laughs> uh, and like they could just be like sitting at the desk like looking out at the parking lot and they're like carts, we need carts. Hey, hey Tim, we need carts. You go outside and get some carts. Customers don't have any carts. It's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Good God, I'm definitely busy right now. <laughs> like, stop shining yeah, like, that goddamn flashlight in my eyes. Ah, ah, yeah, that's ow. fair. They're like knocking on ah, the door of the bathroom. Ah. Like, what are you doing in there? You've been in there over a minute and 38 seconds. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I haven't worked for a Walmart or an Amazon, but like, if I could. I had to choose one. I feel like with all the shit I've been reading about Amazon, I feel like I would pick you, you Walmart. Think you'd, you'd not pick Walmart over Amazon? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, Walmart would suck. Like, don't get me wrong. There'd be nothing enjoyable about working at a Walmart. But I've definitely seen employees at a Walmart talk to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And and they have bathrooms there. I've definitely seen Walmart employees use the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And um, they have a food court. Uh, it's usually McDonald's, but, hey. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> yeah, it's food. I I don't know. Uh, just just doing that little tiny tally off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty 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 concrete. Would rather work for a Walmart than a Amazon, which is not something I thought I would ever say. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I mean, when when given the the choice between the two, you try to choose a lesser of two evils, and uh, everyone's going to try to to choose a circumstance that's going to be less harmful right. uh, to their quality of life. Um, I mean, I've I've known a I've known a couple of people that have worked at WalMarts, and uh, yeah. these are the same folks that seem relatively positive about having an Amazon come to the area so that they can get that that sweet sweet fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, see that's see, and that's like the thing like it's used as a bludgeon. Like like Amazon isn't giving their employees a fifteen dollar an hour wage and benefits because they're a more benevolent capitalist overlord they do that for that exact reason what you just mentioned they use as a weapon Mm -hmm. against their employees to be like oh you want to you want to go work for the walmart down the street oh you want to you want to you want to go back to dollar general you you want that no i didn't think so so how about you get those kpis up Mm -hmm. we'll find another sucker to do your job twice as good as you you know yeah like it's not yeah no (laughs) and they're definitely not dipping in it like the owners of the company are definitely not dipping in dipping in their own salaries in order to provide 15 dollars an hour yeah I was even reading one thing uh, that uh, as basically as soon as the uh, fucking union was defeated, that there was a 2% increase in the value of Amazon stock. Like, it was immediate, like, change. And so, yeah, I mean, none of none of the uh, benefits or wages that they're providing to their employees is, yeah, no, they're, they're all being underemployed, exploited, if you will. Absolutely. <laughs> Not getting paid the uh, value they're producing for the company by a, any stretch of the imagination. So I also heard a rumor that Amazon provides, uh, or doesn't provide, but uh, I guess better yet, uh, allows its workers to take unlimited unpaid leave. Does that sound familiar? I got to take unpaid leave for a company I worked at, but it wouldn't surprise me. It, it reminds me of a conversation that I was having with an accountant at the a small company that I worked at. And um, okay. this person said, uh, well, you can let your vacation time build up. Uh, it does roll over from year to year. However, if you take an extended period of time off, that's going to let Uh-oh. the big guys upstairs know that they don't need you. And you will probably find yourself without a job as soon as you return from your extended vacation. 
Oh, that's fucked up. Mm -hmm. That's super fucked up. So it was effectively a way of saying, like, you should take vacations regularly, not necessarily because it's a healthy thing to do or the thing that's going to improve your quality of life, but if you happen to take vacations at all, which, hey... Don't take vacations, <laughs> you know. Don't 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 take yeah. vacations at all if you if you think that you're going to put yourself in dire straits. But if you do happen to take a long vacation, you're absolutely fucked. Don't you ever do that? Yeah. Like, but like, what do they consider a long vacation? Like one week, two weeks? Uh, three probably weeks? probably more than more than a couple weeks. Yeah. So like, if you like let it build up and you you normally had um, uh, let's say right. like uh, ten days, you know, um, uh, you know, ten ten PTO days, then. You let that accrue year after year, and you took a month off. Then, right? But like I had, yeah, like I haven't taken vacation for this company with six years. Yeah, during, I'm going to do it all right now. Like, get the fuck out, loser. Right. It, they'll they'll fire. They'll probably fire you on the spot. Um, it, it's just like, but I've been with you for so long to acquire these work days. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we don't. We don't no one yeah. cares. Get the fuck yeah, out. He looked at it as you know as a very um like a zero-sum game like it was it was the workers versus the establishment which is exactly how you should look at it and he was like well i yeah, mean as soon exactly. as you leave as soon as you take a couple weeks off and the business starts to realize that they're able to get along without you then you're a non-essential actor within that equation so you you lose your position um as a result of that there's no social contract between no uh, you know thieves exactly. and barbarians which exactly, which is you know to circle back like the whole point of like a union. It it at least establishes somewhat of a social contract of you know it's not a perfect or best system, but at least it creates like some barriers I mean, to of. firing employees on the spot. There's like a there's at least a protocol that they have to basically go through to go about you know getting rid of people as opposed to just being able to you know shove off employees willy-nilly i feel like there needs to be a more extreme response like sure unionizing is the first step but we we've seen um okay so like you can you can go all the way back to like battle of blair mountain type uh uh, um labor movements and it's apparent that these things eventually will end in violence if it exacerbates enough so at what point do you start to recognize that these companies are mistreating their workers so profoundly or are such a detriment to the society in, in their overall function that people start to take a violent approach in order to combat them? I mean, granted, we don't yeah, necessarily don't have like company stores per se, but how many retail transactions I mean... are going on through <laughs> Walmart and Amazon exclusively? Like, What is the percentage of the market that's left over after those two companies – are accounted for. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, like, if you, I mean, if you work for Walmart, you basically, you do basically get the company store because, like, when you work for Walmart, the only place you can afford to shop is Walmart. So it's a complete well, loop right there. The you know what that I mean? The majority of people in the United States shop at. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. But like, if we're talking about like a company store, of like you're not even getting paid what's effectually money, you're just getting paid, you know, Walmart bucks, uh, coupons. Yeah, Walmart bucks. To buy Walmart goods, I mean, that's effectively what happens, right. you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, this is a lot more of a complex uh, conversation. I mean, we're, we're getting into, like, the, the hypotheticals mm-hmm. of what do you got to do next? You know, I mean, I think it would require, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to be uh, an accelerationist, but I feel like, unfortunately, things have to keep getting worse in the United States until people finally um, get to a point where they're uh, no longer, as you were saying earlier, feel that these companies are in their benefit, running the way they do, uh, just for their own personal profits, and 
that they don't give a fuck about their workers or their employees. And I just don't think that many Americans are ready to swallow that pill yet, unfortunately, because, I don't know, we have a very uh, effective propaganda machine in this country to make people uh, vote against their interests. But even then, like as we were saying earlier, voting against their interests, uh, many of the employees uh, at the Alabama warehouse voted against it because they understand how fucked they are and they were afraid that amazon would shut down the factory which is a real concern so it's kind of a it's kind of like the like the 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 greasy wheel gets to grease we're at this kind of stage where it's not a it's not a global or a continental or nationwide strikes or uh labor movement that's necessarily like happening there's we're seeing there's there was way more activity than we've ever seen before but everyone's acting uh, in an isolated manner, right? It it would be one thing that if every Amazon warehouse was trying to unionize simultaneously, that's a completely different scenario than one independent Amazon warehouse trying to unionize in Alabama, right? Where Amazon can focus all their attention and just try to stop it there. So I think it's going to have to be a situation when you see things happening on like a nationwide scale to where they can't just get fucking stomped out as we saw. So I think that's kind of like the direction things we're going to have to go when it becomes like a, a nationwide level of consciousness to like combat it as opposed to just small isolated events that can be easily stomped out and stuff like that. I know I, I, I talked no, in circles it, there, but hopefully I think, somebody yeah, I think it, across. That makes sense, but there's an inherent problem with it. Because if you have to wait until problems get bad enough to uh, you know, fix them with nationwide movements, then you're relegating the working class to only being able to interact with one another in, an, in mass scale whenever these profound problems have already gotten so big and so strong and so elaborate that they're having to seek, um, they're having to seek camaraderie with uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people across the nation in order to bolster them against these corporate giants. Like this should be happening far, far, far yep. earlier. And I think it's only when people – I mean it's it's the bread issue, right? Like if people don't have bread to put in their mouth, that's when yeah. people get upset. And up until that point, they'll be complacent yep. with receiving $15 an hour. They'll be complacent with receiving $7.25 an hour if that's the only job that's available. In the midst of a pandemic, you're not even guaranteed that. So it's a terrifying concept. Yep. Uh, when you look around at any metropolitan area and you see all these homeless people on each street corner that are begging for survival. Right. You don't want to be one of them, and if you don't yep. want to be one of them, of course you're going to just suck it up. You're going to grin and bear it. You're going to go through as many uh, uh, job interviews, and you're going to lie in the face of as many uh, middle, man middle manager hiring agencies as you can to get to that point that you'll, you'll be alleviated of those concerns, You know, much less – uh, sticking to your guns, your ideals, and the things that you know are right, um, you know, hence fair treatment of, of human right. beings, uh, egalitarian standards, um, you know, the uh, aversion to the American propaganda of, uh, you know, might makes right, and everyone is out for themselves. You know, that kind of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also like, what, was it you that I was having the conversation with about the the uh the prison guard of like well why don't the uh mm -hmm. the prisoners yeah. in the prison you know there's way more of them than they are the guards like if they could break out anytime they wanted like why don't they just do it nobody like, wants, no to, be wants to be the first to get shot person absolutely person to get shot. yeah that was um that was a guy who's a, a yeah he was a jailer in the state of tennessee and now he is a police officer in a major municipality mm -hmm. and he was he was very Amazing. He, he had scathing criticism but, you know for everyone that he worked with um 
or you know all of the people that he was working to contain um he he was absolutely yeah. I, I i would start to asking questions and just be like hey let's think about this scenario a little bit did you ever meet people in the jail that you thought didn't need to be there and he was like absolutely not every person that was in the jail absolutely deserved to be there i'm like okay you're one of those <laughs> like shit like, man you were the best cop ever like oh shit yeah but that's exactly it you know that's amazing that's the but yeah like, you get comfortable with this air of superiority yep. if you're in a position of um authority and uh and you take advantage of that on a daily basis in order to bolster these dumbass ideals right well yeah there's that but then also just like also why we don't see a nationwide labor movement i feel like is the uh the first um prisoner you know wanting to break out of their confinement you know it's like you know, the people in the Alabama uh, warehouse, for lack of a better analogy, didn't want to be the first ones to get shot, you know, to expose how evil Amazon was. But when Amazon was going to ultimately, probably, we don't have any, we can't see the future, but probably uh, close down the warehouse if it was going to pass. You know, they didn't want to be, they yeah. didn't want to be the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, people people can't afford to be the sacrificial lamb. <laughs> you got one life to lead. Yeah, Exactly. 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 That's how they, that's get, how they you. get you. <laughs> Take advantage of your biology. <laughs> that's how they get you. Yeah. yeah. No, not not particularly. Cool. I figured this would be a, a shorter episode. Like the... Yeah. Just uh, mm. Am- Amazon update 101 for all those people that didn't yeah. hear I'm that. I'm sure there are there folks that a... are here, and it's just a, a little bit of uh, uh, class-conscious uh, chit-chat. Yeah, because, um, yeah, I mean, if I'm going to, uh, I guess, as shitty as it is, it didn't get unionized, I guess, it's good that at least they tried, I don't know, it's it's more, we're definitely seeing more union activity than yeah, we've seen in this country in a nothing, long time, so I but don't know. If, even if we just look, just recently in the past, you know, as, as soon as the 70s and 80s, uh, we can see that this kind of stuff's been going on for a while, it's just that there's a new resurgence of it, it's been weakened for a long time, and... Now it, the pendulum might be swinging back the other way, um, but even then, you know, it, it doesn't work. You're, you're doomed to re- you're doomed to repeat until you complete, and that's I think that's what's going on here too. Mm-hmm. You know, like this, the, 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 it's not going it's not going to be about finding yeah. common ground with these big companies. <laughs> like, you gotta get squashed. Yeah, exactly. Which is what ultimately ultimately union is. It's like yeah. well, let's try to we beat the big companies by, by forcing them to yeah, pay us a few more dollars an hour and bathrooms with fans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, but wait, where does all of our surplus value go yeah, to? To them, the, they the still agreement. get it. That's it's all theirs. The, that's part of the union contract, and now you also pay that's union the... dues. Yeah, <laughs> god damn it, god fuck me. Yeah, get just get up, uh, get upset. Yeah, I mean, like sucks. our listeners okay. obviously don't need to hear this kind of stuff, but like, get upset. Like, don't don't be one of those people that's just gonna like sit there and like abide. Like, do something. Do something like chat, chat it up yeah. to your uh, to your fellow workers. Like, I mean, we we have you uh, have you? Well, I guess we we don't necessarily need to include this on the episode, but like, have you ever tried to start any unions in like in, in retail or? No, no, I haven't. But um, I mean, we can keep this in here at least for mine. I no, when I haven't done that, and two, when I was working at Trader Joe's, there mm-hmm. was a Trader Joe's store that was trying to unionize in New York, and like just to give like a sense. Of like how that works on a nationwide scale is that I mean you can you can as they were trying to do in Amazon you know you can unionize by store by store 
anyways. Uh, and uh, even though this was happening all the way in New York, like way far away from us, this is when I was in Kentucky, like, we still had anti-union meetings in Kentucky, like to prep for it, just in case if something were to happen and someone was going to try to unionize us at our store, which didn't fucking happen. But like that's how... Uh, scared these companies are of even like that might like small iota of change of you know a union coming in and making them pay their employees slightly more like even that like small 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 change uh you know it had our goddamn kentucky store shaking in their boots of like oh okay this is why we think you don't need a union you know like those meetings we, we had a little, little thingy when i was working at total uh some uh, folks came in and they were soliciting you know handing out information and whatnot and um a lot of us were too busy to even interact mm-hmm. with them. The only people that were able to receive them were managers. Uh, and, of course, the managers are paid to, like, shut that shit down immediately. Oh, so they were pushed right out the door. And normally, yeah. you know, in a retail like, get the fuck out of my store. get pushed out the door. Normally you're like, oh, come on inside and let us sell you a bunch of shit. But please, folks yeah, got yeah, pushed yeah. out. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And, you know, these dumbass managers thought it was a good idea to try to, like, explain to us why they were kicked out. Like, oh, these people were trying to form a union, and unions are bad. And I was like, holy shit, I had no idea that that was about unions. Can I – do you think – are they still in the parking lot? Do you think I could yeah. go get one of their flyers? I, I, I was like, oh, did you get any pamphlets or anything like that? And they're like, no, of course not. It's propaganda. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I hope I didn't paint any okay. targets on yeah. my back just by asking. <laughs> just want to yeah. see I want to see what they're going on about. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see what they had to say, you know, so I could uh, confront their uh, prop- propaganda. Yeah, I wanted to, yeah. Yeah, do that shit so secretively. <laughs> like, you, you, you can't just waltz into a store and be like, hey, manager, can I leave some of these pamphlets here for your workers? Yeah, like, who the fuck were these goddamn idiots? Like, they couldn't, like, are they just, like, some random-ass, so. like, college kids that are like, Un- unions yeah. are neat. I'm volunteering with this giant, I don't know, or maybe like some unions, like just hires like college kids to just like hand out p- pamphlets, but like mm-hmm. with zero training. Like what kind of dumbass like can't recognize what a fucking manager is at a goddamn retail store in order to find the lowly grunts to actually give it's them like that, that the button up top so fucking tight, so fucking tight, squeeze the neck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you see someone in a button-up shirt, and you go, you walk yeah. the other fucking way. Yeah, the other way, you yeah. find the person that's like wearing a an untucked Don't... polo that's got like dust and 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 a fucking like trash and shit all over it. That's that's the person you want to talk to. Yeah, that's exactly like what the fuck. Yeah, that yeah. I'm more mad at the fucking union hander out paper people than I am at the managers. The managers are just doing their job. The union guy well, didn't know what the fuck he was doing. At that point in time, I was like not so interested in unions, but like the terrible experience that yeah. I had in retail, in addition to the fact that those people were pushed out so quickly, um, pushed me a little bit farther to the left. You're like, oh, well, maybe they're not so bad. Wait, I hate my managers, yeah. and my managers the enemy hate of my enemy. Interesting. Maybe it ain't so bad. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how it felt when it happened. I was just like, oh, wait a second. I think it might be better to research this a little bit instead of just believing this Kentucky propaganda that unions are evil companies yeah. that are <laughs> yeah, yeah. effectively just like shell corporations that, that run in and, and act as pirates for successful companies. <laughs>